Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews recorded live and in person at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. I'm your host, Joseph Nuther. We were at the 2021 Tennessee Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. The theme of this year's conference was moving forward. The conference was held in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right in the middle of the state. We were live and in person with a focus on maintaining safety while strengthening connections and community. And that's one of the things about tourism that's especially meaningful for me. It's a people business through and through. And without further ado, let's get into some of the stories and insights. We are live and alive here at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Tourism and Hospitality. And we've never been strangers at this conference. I've always seen you at these. We go yeah. back a long time. We, we really do. Of course, we both live in Knoxville. And uh, you guys have taken on several projects. By the way, happy anniversary. I understand it's, it's uh, Design Century's 20th uh, yeah. birthday. Is that right? Yes, it's, it's 20 years. You know, and that's what we've been talking about, David. Is that, you know, we talked about this in our, bo- our uh, quick storybook of like it, it, the tourism for, for Design Century is it, it was crucial. It put us on the map in right. 04, 05. And, and so it's, it was a definitive thing for the agency. And, and that's why we're so happy to celebrate it. You know, it's also 225 years for the state of Tennessee. And we just have, a, I think, a reverence and a love for this industry. Yeah, and, and the more you're in it, the more wow you get. Because for me, I've been in it for 15 years. And to experience and see how everything is connected, the historical aspects of it. I remember getting a, to take a, tour, uh, a travel rider to Nashville one day. Is my third week on the job. I didn't know any talking points other than our music history and our scenic beauty. And the lady, the journalist from England says, well, quite honestly, we think about Jack Daniels. So <laughs> You're like, why do you too? I'm going, well, there go my talking points. <laughs> you know? quite well-loved, actually, though, yeah. Jack, in, in the international community. Yeah, in the international community, as, you know, as well as here. And, of course, as you yeah. know, this whole Spirits revival in Tennessee is just going through the roof. But, uh, you know, I was thinking over the past 20 years, I, I experienced things that I didn't really understand about Tennessee. I thought tourism was all Dollywood, you know, and it has been a major draw for us. But the more I'm involved in it, the more I understand how things are connected. For instance, historically, I'm driving to Greenville, Tennessee on Highway 321, and there's a sign that says David Crockett Birthplace Park. I'm going, oh my gosh, there's a song about that. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. You're too young for that, but you know, that's where I am where David Crockett was born. We were, I remember we were doing some video work for, for the state of uh, yes. Tennessee tourism. And right. I remember that. And it stays with me. Those memories stay with you. Uh, when you learn them, they never really go away. You know, and they, those connections just go from there to uh, Dandridge to uh, Lawrenceburg, then to Nashville and then to Memphis. I mean, and then, to, of course, to the Shiloh, to Shiloh, you know, not Shiloh, but uh, yeah, it's not, it's Alamo. It's state history. It's, I mean, it is our nation's history. Yeah. Right? on display but so i don't want to i want to make sure we uh, our, our our audience knows this uh, you work with tennessee department of tourist development that's right yes and you're re- responsible for uh the east tennessee 34 counties 
anywhere from Mont Eagle and down by Chattanooga all the way up to Bristol. Wow. Yeah, along the Cumberland Plateau. Yeah. Mountain City, I think, isn't that our, like our, our yeah. northeasternmost spot? That's where the sun first comes up in Tennessee. Mountain City. In Mountain City. That's really That's cool. right. So you know. So and, and so your job is to work with your counterparts and others within the department to ensure that the, the programs and initiatives are consistently and uh, implemented and that there's connectivity, right, between That's partners correct. and you would say you would say boots on the ground, eyes and ears, you know, that type of thing. And of course we've got an, an amazing staff, but you know, if I can find a story uh, I can share that with our public relations people. Uh, if we're doing an initiative, I share that with those in the area as well. So, you know, we were talking about memories. Is there anyone that particularly stands out in your 15 years working uh, yeah. in, in tourism? Well, you, you know, it kind of goes back to uh, this connectivity thing. Uh, I was in Nashville at the Andrew Jackson historic home site there, and I'm looking inside the house and all the wallpaper and things, and I don't care anything really about historic homes and, you know, and, and design and decorations. But uh, a few weeks later, I'm in Knoxville um, at uh, what's called Crescent, Crescent Bend, okay. which okay. is another historic house yeah. just there close to university. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking in there, and I don't really care that much about it because it's just it's a guy thing, I guess. But <laughs> I, I'm in one of the rooms, and the wallpaper looks so familiar. And I asked the lady there, I said, this wallpaper reminds me of Andrew Jackson's home. And she says, well, there's a good reason for that. I said, what would that be? She says, well, that paper was actually ordered, came from France to be in Andrew Jackson's home. When it, when it came down the Cumberland River, uh, the barge caught on fire and they threw all the wallpaper out. And uh, so the Jacksons felt like that was that was bad luck to then put it in their house. So, so uh, somebody from Knoxville bought it and <laughs> didn't care what. I got a discount. <laughs> and the next thing you know, that wallpaper is in Crescent Bend. Wow! And the connectivity is just—you know—you learn things like that. I mean. You mentioned a fire on a barge on a river. That's right. We've been dealing with challenges for a long time, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's obviously been a very challenging 18 months here going on, you know, That's correct. two years. Can you just talk a little bit about what that experience has been navigating right. the, uh, these challenges and learnings from that? First of all, the loss of, of life, and we've... We've lost people within the tourism industry uh, in the past 18 months, and these these were real shocking uh, things to you know to learn about. Very sad. So that's uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But I really like how people are, you know, finding new ways to you know to do things. But when we lost all of the when people quit traveling, guess where they wanted to do? They wanted to do outside yep. things. So losing the tourism. Uh, it, money in a lot of places caused people to realize how important tourism was to their community, right? Right. right. Uh, or to it, themselves, right? Yeah, or to themselves and all the jobs that were lost and things like that. But then the flip side of that, you know, what you look for after that was a lot of these communities learned that their outdoor assets were real tourism assets. 
and they, they didn't believe in before, and they weren't ready for them. I mean, the the state parks were ready and those type of things. Sure. But some of these other local communities, they didn't have the infrastructure, you know, to handle it. But now they understand. Wow, this is an opportunity. Right. And now for the next few years, we've we've got to work to get ready for that because they're going to come back. Which is something that I think El echoed right with Campbell yes. County, which obviously falls in your jurisdiction. Uh, that he, because he said that he said, you know, we, we've seen great success now as a place that people are either discovering for the first time or yeah. or just simply rediscovering. Uh, but now we've got some work to do, to your point, to ensure that you know the infrastructure is there and that we're not hurting our place, our community. Right, yeah. and that's. And that's one of the things our department is working on, uh, especially in our rural communities, uh, to help them uh, really move forward and maximize on on their assets. The as development well. aspect. Of yes. It. Okay. Yes. So, is there is there uh, you know in terms of looking towards the future, you know, the theme here, moving forward, any bit of advice for other communities, other folks who are, are trying to you know swim those waters of uh, of, of infrastructure and planning and development, especially in a potentially a new normal that's going to stay like this. Right. You know, you, first of all, you just have to look around and, and what is near me? What do I have? And you have to know why people are coming already and you have to be connected to each other. You know, it gets disappointing when you see people not working together, you know, and uh, so they're missing opportunities for promotion or funding and things like that. You know, work together and not only just work with tourism people, but have other people in your group that are also interested in the well-being of your community. It may be a bank, you know, it may be a nonprofit organization, but all of that really makes tourism and your community very special beyond the economic impact. I think this is great advice, Dave, and, and you know, once again, it's great to, to connect with you. It's always funny to have, you know, we connect we're both from Knoxville and we can always connect outside of Knoxville, which is yes. pretty funny. But uh, I'm asking this for everybody, you know, post-pandemic, let's just hope that things you know, ease up a bit, open up a little bit more. Is there an adventure? in your mind you're you're looking forward to you know i'm real excited about uh we we got tennessee got like five new national scenic byways that were announced recently yeah. and my favorite is probably going to be the sequatchie valley where is uh, this sequatchie valley is actually um between uh well crossville down highway 127 all the way down to a crossover i uh i-24 okay. into um uh, down there where the uh, uh, lodge manufacturing is and yes. all that down there, okay? Yep. And so it's pretty much a straight line. And when you come off the off of I-40 and cross... Lodge, you're uh, talking Lodge, the cast iron. Lodge cast iron, yep. yes. So when you come to, off the Interstate 40 and you're heading down Highway 127, you're going by Cumberland Mountain State Park, then you start going down the mountain. And all of a sudden, you are surrounded by these mountains on both sides. So I, I think, is it Grundy County? parts of Grundy County? Uh, actually, Grundy County is a little bit to the west. Okay. This is going to be um, part of Cumberland County, okay. uh, Bledsoe County, Pikeville. Like, you yeah. know, you got Fall yeah. Creek Falls, State Fall yes. Park and all yes. that. Oh, it's beautiful. Going down there, and then you go down into Dunlap. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that... And yeah. it's it's all in the valley. The, the highland, right? The, the, yeah, the, and yeah. so you, you realize this is in Tennessee. It, it was called the Great Valley. And uh, I'm telling you, from agricultural assets uh, to historical assets to shopping, uh, this byway is going to be epic. 
That's and it's awesome. called the Sequatchie Valley National Scenic Byway. You can do it today. They're still working on branding it. Yeah. But uh, that's my day. That's my next place. That's awesome, man. I, 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 I mean, I'll, hopefully I'll, I'll meet you there. We don't have to travel yet again somewhere to, to, to meet up. Because well, I, I enjoy those back roads. I love it, especially with the top down during the fall. It's just the oh, this is, this is the place. And uh, I know a few places we can go eat. So, yeah, there's the cookie jar cafe. We'll go there. Right down my alley there, man. Thank you so much for, for joining us on this podcast. Uh, and uh, safe travels, my friend. My friend, thank you, and uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nuther. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory. 